Hi, Lancers. Welcome back to Coffee Chat with Coaches. My name is Ari, and I'm a STEM completion coach here at PCC. And with me today, I have Coach Georgina. Hi, everybody. Coach Carol. Hi. And Coach Mel. Hi, everyone. As a reminder, if you have not added our Instagram account, we invite you to add us at Coffee Chat with Coaches for the latest episodes that we will be discussing here at PCC. Um, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about transfer, and I'm excited to welcome our guest Ernesto, who's a transfer specialist here at PCC, and Yvette, who is a transfer counselor here at PCC. So Ernesto, go ahead and say hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. And Yvette. Hi, everyone. <laughs> It's so nice to have you both here. We're really excited. We know that our students are really going to appreciate this topic. It is a hot topic right now with transfer. So thank you both for being here today. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to my colleague, Mel. And she's going to kick us off with our first question that we have about transfer. Awesome. OK, so our first question for you both is, what does it mean to be a PCC student whose goal is to transfer to a university? Yeah, thanks for that question, Mel. Yeah, it's definitely, um, there's a lot of ways to transfer and it gets very complicated for our students. And I think the best uh, way to understand that is what do you wanna do like for a career or where do you wanna end up with? Um, and that's kind of, a good way to understand um, where you're transferring, what path you take and what resources you can get help with. Um, one of the key things that I always advise students is inform yourself of what things are out there. Um, because quite often you hear about big schools that come to campus um, and that's great, but there's also every, every student has their own kind of school that works for them. Um, and one thing I always suggest with students is to meet people like uh, Yvette who, that's one of the things that she does is kind of mapping these things out for students. So that way um, they know how to get there and understand essentially what their own individualized goal is. Yeah, students can transfer to so many different places. So when you think of a transfer student, you think of someone who either wants to go to a Cal State, a UC, a private school, and we've got lots of students who want to transfer to out-of-state schools. So whenever you hear, oh, I'm a transfer student, it just means that once they're done at PCC, they want to pursue a bachelor's degree at a four-year university. So being a transfer student is exciting because you're saving money at the community college, and then you get to leave and experience a big university campus. Thank you both for sharing that. I just remember like being a transfer student and I started at Mount Sac and I remember I never spoke with a counselor. So I felt like so much pressure to know how to like navigate the, you know, the requirements to transfer without students. And so it's just so awesome that, you know, we're getting this conversation started with the resources here at PCC so that we feel, our students feel prepared to be able to transfer to our next their next journey. 
So our next question for you both is, what is the best way for students to get started on the transfer process? So we know each student's um, transfer journey is very unique and diverse from the others. Um, but what are some like main points that students should be focusing on throughout their time here at PCC as they prepare to transfer? I think the first very important <clears throat> task a student should do is tell themselves that they are going to transfer. Um, because having that mentality will allow them to seek out the resources that are gonna put them on track to transfer. Um, so once a student knows they wanna transfer, it's really important that they connect with their success network at PCC, whether that be your coach or your counselor, or I don't know, a professor who may have studied at a university you like, you know, and start informing yourselves about the different universities so that you can have at least three or four universities in mind by the time you meet with your counselor. And then your counselor will literally help you map out everything you need to complete at PCC from this very moment to your last day in order for you to transfer on to a university. I, I think in addition to that, um, one of the big things that is really, really important is understanding you know, what major you wanna do. Um, a big one that I see a lot of students be interested in is in STEM, the field of STEM. And there's so many different variations of that. If you think about engineering, for example, you have mechanical, you have electrical, there's not computer engineering, and they're all so similar, but yet so different. And I think understanding what it is that each campus offers is always a great way to see, is that what I want to do? Um, in addition, you know, one of the biggest things that we have on our campus is all these different support networks where um, they might be bringing alumni back, you know, and it's great to see what's going out, what, what you see on paper, like what a school has to offer, but it's always a different thing when you hear it from a student who already went through that process and to really understand what they're doing. Um, so my big suggestion and always, always is get yourself all the information possible. So when you are in a position like Yvette mentioned to have four or five schools to choose from because you applied to them, um, you also know, oh, this campus has this versus this campus has this other thing. Um, and that's not even going into finances and location and all that. Um, that's all the, another big factor. Um, but informing yourself is the best way um, to get started on the transfer process. I forgot to mention one thing that I want to point out. If there's anybody who just has no idea what transfer means or how it starts or like what we're doing at PCC, there's a cool class. It's called Counseling 10 Introduction to College at PCC. It's taught by counselors and it literally shows you how to be a good, successful college student while teaching you about the resources that are available and pretty cool you'll get to complete an educational plan within the class you'll learn what goes into that process so if you want to just learn a little bit more about it it's a one unit class it's only eight weeks and it's a good way for you to begin to learn about the transfer process I think that was so informative, Yvette and Ernesto. As a former transfer student, I know I utilized as many resources that were available at my uh, community college, which was Rio Hondo College. Um, and honestly, just seeking support. Don't be afraid to ask questions um, and reach out because 
essentially we're here for you. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of that really great and important information. Um, a question that I have for you too is, what are the general requirements to transfer to a four-year university? I can, I can start. Um, I'll talk about the Cal State requirements. At PCC, just so you know, our two feeder schools, our two local schools are Cal State Northridge and Cal State LA. So students who transfer to those schools get priority consideration. So that's pretty cool to know. Um, but in general, the upper division transfer requirements are not that complicated actually. So number one, students need to have completed a minimum of 60 transferable units, okay? And at PCC, you'll know that you're in a transferable class because it's numbered one through 99. So like English 1A, History 7A, that's one through 99. So any class you take is contributing to those 60 total units that you need to finish before you can exit PCC. You also need to have at least a 2.0 GPA. So you have to be in good standing. 2.0 GPA is like a C average. Um, and then of course you have to be in good standing, you know, so you can't be on probation at the time that you're applying or getting admitted to the university. They wanna be, you, you wanna be a student in good standing. And finally, general education. So oftentimes students think that they have to finish the entire GE pattern and that's actually not true. You don't have to finish the whole GE pattern to transfer. It's, it's good if you do because you won't have to do any more GEs at the university. But in reality, the Cal States are looking for at least 10 GEs to be completed at your community college. And four of those are very, very, very important. And we refer to them as the golden four. So write that down in your notes while you're listening. <laughs> the golden four, it's basically your speech class, two writing classes, and your math class. Um, so those are the general transfer requirements for a Cal State. Now things can change from school to school or if you're applying to an impacted major. So it's important that you reach out to counselors and learn a little bit more details about you know, the schools you may be interested in, but in general, those are the minimum admission requirements for a Cal State. For the UC system, <laughs> the UC system is very similar. And honestly, many students who meet requirements for one institution will also meet them for the other um, institution. So for the UCs, instead of having 10 GEs, they're gonna screen for at least seven GEs and that they refer to as the seven course GE pattern. And that includes two English classes, one transfer level math class, it's gotta be transfer level, and then four classes from the arts and humanities and social sciences, sciences on the IGETC. Um, if you want the uh, admissions website on the, you, or, the admissions website under the UC system has a very cool breakdown of like how to pick and choose those GEs because I know it can be a little bit confusing, but essentially they're coming from the IGETC. Anyway, so you need seven GEs. You need 60 units, just like the Cal State. And instead of a 2.0 for the UCs, you need a 2.4. 
Okay, so a minimum of 2.4. And then you need to also complete major prep. So when I say major prep, it's classes that the university wants you to complete within your major before you leave PCC. So those four things are what you need in order to apply. But, you know, of course, you want to work harder so that you can get a higher GPA and be more competitive. Um, because sometimes the minimum admission requirements admit you and sometimes you got to work a little bit harder to get stronger grades. But always, always reach out to counselors, coaches, people that can help you better understand the requirements so you're never left in doubt. And also for private schools, that's another big one that we, we you know, we have um, going on. So one thing that we think of the schools like USC, Pepperdine, University of Laverne, Loyola Marymount, those are schools that are in our backyard. And so students, do, that's another way to transfer. Um, those are a little, bit, a little bit different where you don't really sometimes don't have to do the full 60 units. There's some ways sometimes where you can transfer less, but with that, it's always informing of those different requirements because they're not as clean as the UC or the Cal States, as Yvette mentioned. Um, an example is USC. And so that's always something where it's going to change by major. And so it's really important to, you know, when we have university day, university night and fall and spring to definitely check that out because that's a great way to inform yourself of what that campus is asking for. Um, and also, again, as mentioned earlier is, you know, uh, does that campus um, have that major that you're looking for? So with private schools, a little trickier, but always good to, um, and maybe also could be an easier way to transfer. Thank you both Yvette and Ernesto. That was so insightful students. I know that that was a lot of information. So again, we just invite you just to stay connected, stay engaged. So if you have questions, feel free to email your coach, um, get connected with the transfer center and we can get your questions answered about that. But thank you both so much. And the next question that we have is what are the difference between transferring to an in-state university versus an out-of-state university? So the ones that come off uh, top of my mind right now is really just um, the requirements that you have for that university. Um, they may be a little different um, because a lot of the schools in California, like UCs and Cal States really work hard to have that smooth transition so you know what classes will transfer. It's not always the case with some campuses, well, most campuses, sorry, uh, across the state or across the country. Um, and so that's where a little bit more work does come into play where you have to perhaps contact that school and see, hey, what would transfer over? Um, personal experience advising students, I've seen um, students interested in uh, going up north to Washington, Seattle, for example, um, and they've had to contact the admissions officers there and see, hey, I'm coming from Pasadena, um, what can transfer over? So it's a little bit more legwork in, in nature, um, but I know that we do have some agreements, for example, that um, BCC does have with like uh, um, ASU, uh, Arizona State University, where that might be a viable option for students. Another thing to consider is cost. Um, so you would be considered an out-of-state resident, and that also implies tuition will be a little bit more expensive. Um, and that just also means uh, how can I pay for that amount? And that's where finances come back into play. Um, and another one, the last one, is also um, a big thing to consider is distance-wise. You know, it's uh, that's a little further, and that's something that sometimes doesn't get spoken about, um, but definitely to consider as you are leaving the state. Yeah, and for the in-state 
like the differences with in-state schools as well. You're in California, so you get extra perks. You know, the UCs have the UC TAG program, which is specifically for students transferring from a California community college. And it allows you to save a seat, guarantee your seat at a participating UC. Um, so if you wanna learn more about TAG and the benefits, again, reach out to the Transfer Center. There's workshops that um, introduce you to TAG so you can begin to, getting, begin to get familiar with them. And then uh, the Cal States have the Associate Degree for Transfer degree program. <laughs> and that also has a lot of benefits and perks. So both UCs and Cal States have established programs with the California Community Colleges. And that doesn't necessarily always exist with out-of-state schools because, well, they're not California. <laughs> and the last thing I was gonna say is also the big difference sometimes is uh, majors. Um, sometimes students do want to uh, go to a different state because for example, um, big one that is that I've seen a lot is um, doing petroleum engineering, kind of that focus, and that's bigger in other states because they just have more um, production of it. And so that is also where campuses are located. And so that's an example of where a student might benefit more from going to that campus. But again, it's also vicinity and where it is that that, that campus is located. So just something to consider as a difference between an in-state school that might not offer that. Thank you so much. That was really insightful. I have to say, as a coach, I wanted to learn more about TAG and the TAG workshops at the Transfer Center are so much fun. The energy in the room was just so fun. I had so much fun and I learned so much even as a coach. So students, definitely check out the Transfer Center's event calendar um, just to see and put that on your radar so that once you're looking, if you're looking into that pathway, um, that's an option. So just know you'll have fun. <laughs> and then the last question we have for you both today are what are some unique challenges that the transfer student experience when transferring from PCC to a university based on your experience? So I, I think it varies, right? From student to student, personality to personality. I, it's weird. I always say like, oh, I'm so friendly and I talk to everybody, but really it's like, once I know them, that's when I talk to everybody. But if I don't know anybody, I'm just, I can stand in a room full of people and not make a friend. <laughs> so when I started at UC Santa Cruz, I chose, UC Santa Cruz is divided amongst 10 colleges within the one university. So I ended up choosing a college where there wasn't many people that I identified with. And so it was hard for me to make friends or relate to the experiences of others. Um, so it was lonely for me. It was surprisingly lonely. I mean, it was exciting still and I was learning and I knew that I was there for an education, but that feeling of missing my family, being six hours away and a phone call not being enough. Um, it made me a little sad sometimes. So I knew that I had to kind of get confident and reach out to clubs and organizations on campus so that I could meet more people that I feel comfortable around. And it wasn't until I did that that I really built a community and a circle of friends that I'm till this day, like super, super close to there. They were my bridesmaids in my wedding. <laughs> Those are like my best friends. So um, yeah, at first it was very hard because 
you may not know a lot of people as a transfer student when you get to the bigger campus. So it's so important that you connect yourself with others. And then another big challenge that sometimes students experience is with housing. Um, Sometimes housing is guaranteed, right? A lot of the UCs will offer guaranteed housing the first year, but not the second year. So you really wanna connect with the resources on campus and organizations, clubs, begin to meet people so that you can plan early and in advance for the following year, hopefully live off campus. Um, it's fun, it's, it's a good idea. And yeah, I'd say those two things were, were big challenges for me, adapting and then the housing situation for year two. I think one, one thing I can offer as kind of what I've seen just advising students in the last couple of years has really been kind of starting all over. Um, when you transfer from PCC, to that has all these different resources and really it makes it accessible for you to kind of learn. Then go to a campus that may not have that. It's always like you're starting all over again. Um, and that's always something that students come back sometimes and ask, hey, how do I get help with my financial aid? How do I get help just getting a resume looked at so I can get a job to be able to pay for classes? Um, so it's, it's really a challenge that I see from time to time and it gets just harder as kind of just an example that you've got shared with us is, you know, when you go up north, for example, it's a little bit of ways. Um, but thankfully, you know, one thing that I always tell students is to help them, you know, to empower them is to really, you know, find that balance where you have, you know, a nice amount of classes that you're doing to kind of start and get a taste of what it is to take classes at that, at that school. Um, but also if you have to work, if you have that balance where you're not like stressing yourself out, um, and also you get to take advantage of being there. And schools definitely have transfer centers so they can be really receptive and have events for you. Um, but that's one of the biggest challenges, unique challenges that I see sometimes with students. I forgot to mention one more challenge really quickly that I think is very important to highlight. Many transfer students leave their community college without knowing how to read a financial aid package. Right, because at the community college, we're very used to getting our classes waived or, or paid for. Not not everybody, of course, but majority of students and at PCC specifically do get their classes waived for. So when you transfer, you have this whole university financial aid package that includes grants, different kinds of loans, maybe some scholarships, and you kind of have to pick and choose what you want to grab and take and what's going to be most convenient for you. So maybe this will be for another podcast, but beginning to think that, okay, when I transfer, financial aid is going to look a little bit different, and I have to begin learning about the options that are going to be available to me because the bog fee waiver or what is it called now, Ernesto? I don't think it's called the Buck Fee Waiver anymore. It's the, the California, California Grant. Grant. Yeah, there you go, Promise Grant. The California yeah. Promise Grant is great and amazing. It works at community colleges, but once you transfer, it's, it's not going to be there anymore. So we want you to know in advance that the financial situation will be different. But you know what? I'm happy you brought that up because that's like definitely something that we can talk like forever about. But I think it's, for example, I, I always, uh, you know, explain to students like they give you a budget of a thousand dollars for books. 
there is yeah. no way that you can always spend a thousand I mean books are expensive right but like you got Amazon Prime you can rent a book you can borrow it from a friend you know, there's all these different ways that you can save money but a thousand dollars is a lot of money right so yeah. understanding that I bet and doesn't the transfer center do these workshops yeah and that breakdown that Ernesto is talking about you'll find it in universities like if you type in I don't know UCLA tuition costs and they'll put the breakdown and usually it's way over the amount of money you actually need and students will end up taking out lots of loans to cover those expenses and in reality you don't need all of it so you end up spending it on starbucks and shopping <laughs> um so just be mindful of, of that awesome well we learned a lot today about transfer so Thank you both Ernesto and Yvette for joining us today on our podcast with Coffee Chat with Coaches. Um, students, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. As always, we invite you to add our Instagram, Coffee Chat with Coaches. We'd really love your feedback um, just so that we can keep improving um, our episodes that keep coming. So definitely we invite you to add that if you haven't already. Um, as a reminder, please check in with your success coach. If you have questions about transfer, we're here to connect you to the resources to help you succeed. And yeah, we hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and stay tuned for the next episode with Coffee Chat with Coaches.